This week's episode of Here's What I Don't Get is brought to you in part by refusing to put olives on food. Olives, it's not really food. Welcome back to Here's What I Don't Get from North to South, East to West, the only intercontinental podcast to tackle all of life's toughest issues and the longest consecutively running podcast on the See You Next Tuesday podcast network. I am your host, Tab Burton. With me today, it's Tim the Handlebreaker. How's it going? Going pretty well. As you can tell by my face, I got a lot of sun yesterday, riding my motorcycle across Missouri and parts of northeastern Oklahoma and the entire distance of Missouri. Uh, I took what is normally like a five and a half hour car trip and turned it into a 10 and a half hour motorcycle trip. Nice. But nice. now my motorcycle is in St. Louis, so I can enjoy riding it this summer now that the weather's nice. It's been, I guess, it's been a long, it's almost a year, I guess. More than a year. More than a year. More than a year, yeah. Really? Wow. Yeah, because I didn't, like by March of last year, I was like, I was doing shows out of town and I was working so much that like mm, I had no time to do anything. No enjoyable. Time to, yeah. yeah. So of course being me, I jumped straight into uh, a six hour motorcycle trip that I had not like done anything to prepare for. Oh, of course. Aside yeah. for planning the route. Yeah. So I woke up this morning and I, boy, I was in, I was in rough shape. My, my shoulders and hips were just mm-hmm. it's like, holy shit. It's amazing how just like, just like sitting on a vehicle for an extended hour, an extended period of time can make the body hurt. Even like, even, even a car ride, you know, yeah. everyone does the, you know, you, you've been in a car for three, four hours and you or or more and you, you know, you, you make a stop and you just you do that stretch when you get out. Uh, you want to tell you the worst part of that trip, Tim? Yeah. So, I stopped. I finally, I, you know, the first time I came up to St. Louis a couple of years ago, I was doing a show up here and uh, I was on my way and I driving past Rolla, Missouri and mm-hmm. I look over and I see a sirloin stockade. And yeah, you yeah. Know, Tim and I went to sirloin stockade in Oklahoma. I, I have seen that, that specific sirloin stockade. That was the one that, that said like now on DoorDash. Yeah. And, uh, and I was, so I was like, oh man, I should stop there on the way back. And I, ne- I never did. And then, yeah, you know, yeah, I yeah. moved up here and I, I came up to interview and I came up to, uh, you know, look at houses. And then I moved up here and I've been back and forth so many times yeah. and I haven't, I just haven't stopped at that sirloin stockade. Cause once mm-hmm. I get there, it's like an hour and 10 minutes to home. So Which, why am the right, fuck am right. I going to stop? I should just like continue on and I it can eat at home. So this time, you know, I'm riding the motorcycle and I'm like, 40 minutes is basically the, the time that I'll ride for 40 minutes and then I'll stop for about 15, ride mm-hmm. for 40, stop for 15. And so I was like, when I'm putting that plan together before I left, you know, before I even got on the airplane, I, um, I was like, Oh, I'll stop at Sterling stockade finally. So I stopped Sterling stockade. I, I get there, I get there about eight Oh five. They close at eight 30. So I'm already kind of pulling a sage, but yeah. you know, I, I need a place to eat and sit down for, for half an hour. And at least like, you're cognizant of it though. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. So they, they're like, you know, we close at eight 30, but you can like, the dining room stays open until eight 45. We just stop. Just bring me like five people. steaks right now. <laughs> right now. And I'm, I'm like, okay, cool. I'll take the buffet, you know, the, and so I get to my table and the, the waitress comes by and she's like, Oh, you know, brings me my, my drink. And I'm like, do I order my steaks with you? 
And she says, oh, no, if you want steak, you have to order that at the counter separate. Separate from the $20 buffet that I just paid for. The $20 buffet that consisted of, like, mac and cheese, fried chicken, meatloaf. It was a very yeah. small area of buffet to choose from. And As I was I recall, just like, yeah. well, the whole fucking point is that it's an, you know, you couldn't order the steaks cooked and that's the buffet. No, that's apparently that's not the buffet anymore. You're paying $20 for access to all this shit food and the steak is something that you order on top of it. And I was just like, well, fuck this place. Yep. Uh, the one we went to, you know, we, we, ordered the buffet, ordered a steak, and we had like four or five steaks before we left. They, mm-hmm. Of course, they were shitbox, like three-inch wafer-thin steaks, but they were yeah. still, I mean, steak. It's still steak. <laughs> yeah. That was by far the worst part of the trip. But no, sorry. Well, I don't know. I'm torn. That's number two, probably. The worst part of the trip was I was less than an hour, I was about 45 minutes away maybe 35 minutes away from mm-hmm. home. I'm like just getting into the periphery of St. Louis and a semi truck passes me on the right. And so, the, and they get just past me just where their, their airstream is starting to really buffet. So uh-huh. I'm getting buffeted by this windstream that's shooting yeah. past me. And then they just kind of slow down while another semi passes me on the left uh-huh. So, and then they both they get side by side. I guess so they could like look and make eyes at one another and talk about how they're gonna have gay butt sex mm-hmm. at the next fucking truck stop or something. They're gonna go into the showers and fuck like monkeys. That's how Freddie told me they do it. Yeah. yeah. And uh so then like so both of those those wind streams are merging like perfectly right in front of me, almost like yeah. it's intentional. Uh-huh. And so I'm getting shaken all the shit. And so fortunately then and this is the good part, right? So I because of that, I'm like extra focused on not dying. Okay. And yes. I'm glad I was extra focused on not dying. Cause right about that time, someone in the left lane of oncoming traffic decides to flick a cigarette butt out their window. So I just see the glow <laughs> of red and then it hits me in the fucking face. Oh, you man. can't see the dots on, on camera, but there's a couple of dots where the ashes hit me in the face and burnt me on a motorcycle going 70 miles an hour. I'm sure that guy's going 70 miles an hour in the opposite mm-hmm. direction. I'm not a physics, but I'm pretty sure I got hit in the face of the <laughs> cigarette butt and I'm going a hundred miles an hour and it fucking hurt. Like I the bet. impact hurt, but then the, then I felt it burn in and I was just like, ah, ah! <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, if I hadn't been like focused on not dying because of the semi trucks, that might've like just been, I might've just been like, oh fuck. And then just been fucking, yeah. Plaster on the side of the fucking highway because some dipshit smoker can't fucking stu- God fucking forbid you stub out your fucking cigarette inside your own shitty St. Louis uh-huh. smoker's car. You <laughs> fucking piece of shit. Uh. Uh, I was I was fucking furious. I I, I yeah. I I was I was coming up to my next stop and I, you know I was I was just about I had like 30 minutes and instead of I was like I'm just going to stop for like 10 minutes and go to the bathroom. I ended up sitting in a parking lot of a gas station for 20 minutes to calm it down before I got back and got home. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so pissed off. Wanted to just spin around and figure out who that guy was and shoot him in the face. Yeah. Yeah. Deserves it. Um, anyway, what about you, Tim? How's it? Have you been since the last time you were on? It's been quite a while. It has been a little while. Um, yeah, I've been here and there doing some traveling, of course, for work. Um, I did get to stay at uh, um, the 
the hotel that they shot part of um, The Shining? The Shining and Dumb and Dumber at. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that is that hotel. Did you see the the newspaper on the wall? Man I did. on the moon? Yeah, did you, yeah. Did you and I couldn't believe thing? it. I could not believe it. <laughs> man. Oh, uh, man, that's great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that uh, I... There's this, this place is huge. This is, this is, so this place has its own convention center mm-hmm. that is bigger than the convention center here in town. And that convention center at the hotel is minuscule compared to the rest of the hotel. Like that's how big this, this place is gargantuan. The room numbers have, uh, even on, on the, on the third floor, four digits. So there's triple digit numbers of rooms per floor wow um that's how big this place is um they have like a like a upscale steakhouse which had like an 80 dollars ribeye that i was like no thank you <laughs> which actually i'm glad i didn't go to because my boss did he went there on like a on a on a meeting with with the client um one night he said he ordered like he he got like the 40 salmon or whatever and you know how, like, you go to any other steak restaurant, right? You order your steak, and it comes with a salad mm-hmm. and a drink and, like, a side or two. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, this, this, you had this, you had <laughs> this place, you had to order everything else separately. Yeah. So your salmon, a your little more common on the upscale really? st- places. Yeah. 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 So your salmon's forty dollars, and you have to pay another fifteen for the Brussels sprouts and another twenty for the French fries. Um, and he said it wasn't even like it was like it was like lesser than Outback on the level of steak restaurants. Holy shit! Not that Outback I, is terrible, but it's the like fast food of steak. It is the fast food of steak. Yeah, I'd rather go to Texas Roadhouse or Logan's or Longhorn well before. Yeah fucking outback yeah and, and my boss said this was worse than that that's embarrassing um which goes on to what i was going to say is so like so the pricing um i went to the sports bar they had there and and they had this uh drink that's to, that on paper sounded good to me now it's gonna sound terrible to to tab because um we have different tastes but it was uh it was an old-fashioned with mm-hmm. Angel's Envy bourbon that had been mm-hmm. infused with peaches. Okay. And then peach simple syrup. Mm. And then uh bitters, right? Peach bitters. Um I don't recall if the bitters were peach bitters or not. I don't think they were. Cuz they would have been too peachy. Yeah. It's, it's, it's like a peach twist on an old fashioned. I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, that sounds up my alley. It's an, it's an incorrect twist on an old fashioned. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it, it it really was because someone else ordered someone else I was with ordered an old fashioned with a regular a regular old fashioned with regular Angel's Envy. And then when the drinks came, our drinks got swapped because they were very similar. Mm-hmm. And so I drink I start drinking mine I'm like that's a pretty good old fashioned. Not not really peachy. And the other person was like this is a bad old fashioned and tastes pretty fruity. <laughs> and I was like, Oh, and it's, it's cloudy. And it was like, Oh, our drinks got switched. And so I had to do the swap a room. I had to take then the you worst did it drink. twice so that they <laughs> <laughs> still taste terrible. Like, 
Oh boy, that, yeah. that's really weird. Let me just. Uh... <laughs> um, no, the worst part was that it was a seventeen dollar drink. That's insane. And that was on the low end of um, of of their menu of of of, of you know anything that wasn't a regular beer. And even then, like I, part of it is the price of living in the uh-huh. area it's just higher because i also went to a, a, a pho restaurant and their drink menu uh was not dissimilar in price like 15 to 20 dollar you know special mixed drinks they also had a uh, a cognac on their list that none of us got because none of us like cognac but also it was 300 dollars a glass and by glass, I mean, you know, a pour of co- a, 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 a pour. What the fuck? So if you wanted a double, it'd be $600. Holy shit. Yeah. <laughs> it must be like a, a $1,200, $1,400 bottle of, you know, that they bought wholesale. Yes. To be yeah. selling it for that price. Holy uh-huh. shit. That's insane. Yeah. Hey, did you ask, like, has anybody ever ordered that? Did I, that just get delivered by I mistake? I should have asked. Yeah. Yeah, give me a $300 drink of cognac instead of giving me, like, <laughs> literally anything else in this bar. Holy a couple shit. of times. <laughs> yeah. I'd pay, I wouldn't pay $300 for a drink of a scotch, but I would uh-huh. pay for a bottle of a scotch bottle. that you get $300 yeah. pours. That's much more. Um, Even if I'm paying, like, 2400 bucks or something. Yeah, that's. um because at least you get to keep the bottle. Yeah. And you can be like, I I have this, you know, several thousand dollar bottle of scotch. Isn't this yeah. nice? You may have a little sip. As opposed to being like, yeah, I went to this bar one time. I had a $300 drink of cognac. And uh, how was it? Yeah. Eh, it was fine. <laughs> I, uh, I, I went to a lo- local brewery uh, here in town. And uh, we were in there for like five minutes because the person I was with knew what they wanted because they go Mm. to that place often. And so I didn't really have time to browse. So I was like, oh, that sounds good. Let me get that four pack. Um, It turned out to be a bourbon barrel aged peach cobbler a la mode seltzer. Why would you waste (laughs) a bourbon barrel on something so gay? So uh, I I, I, I then had it. and uh the weird thing was it was thick like it was like it was like soup thick like leaving um a very heavy residue on the on the glass on the inside um probably all that sugar probably it wasn't yeah. like it, it didn't taste very sweet it actually drank more like a beer than i thought it would mm. probably because of the the mouthfeel and it wasn't super carbonated um What's the fucking the- point then? It's a seltzer. The whole fucking <laughs> I, point is that it's super carbonated. Yeah. They fucked up at everything, it sounds like in this. It's, it, was, it was a journey. It was like, this flavor, that flavor, this flavor, that flavor. What is going on? Yeah. It was a real, real odd thing. It sounds very odd. Yeah. Uh, well, are you ready to get into some issues? I am. What is your first issue this week? Here's you- what I do get. Bliss. Uh, this is not a real dig it. That's just the, uh, this is no, not a good way of making it a don't get. But everyone knows the phrase ignorance is bliss. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And I don't think being ignorant is a good thing. Uh, but bliss, ignorant, ignorant, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but bliss is, and um, back when we were doing the show, and it was just you and me, um, for years, yeah. Um, right, we I had to come up with we had to like. Sometimes we really had to scrounge for issues, you know, on a week where it was just like dead and we didn't do anything. Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times that came from the news. And also as I was the doing the news every week, I had to, at the very least, I was at the very least, I was weekly, you know, doing, you know, a dive on news. But, but even, even aside from that, um, I was, you know, reading news fairly regularly. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I, I know when it happened. It was this is the start of this year. Um, when I started working more and it's, and it seems like even when you don't have anything to do at work, like scrolling through the news to me is like a bad use of your time. Mm-hmm. You could be doing literally anything else. Yeah. You, I think like just sitting there staring into the void. Like David Putty on that flight back from Rome. Just yes. <laughs> is more useful than like doom scrolling the news. Um, and so I've replaced all my news scrolling with like things I'm actually interested in. Not even news of things I'm interested in, but just like, you know, you know, get it, you know, ho- my hobbies and, and other stuff. Um, and I have not been happier in a long time. Yeah. And I realized it because I was sitting at the lunch table and there's three or four of my coworkers, all of whom are a good uh, 10 to 15 years older than I am. They've got kids, they got um, large families and and they're the kind of people that the, the the normal person who like watches the news at falls mm-hmm. asleep to the news at night, you know, and the stuff that they talk about is just, it's just terrible. <laughs> cause I'm sitting there cause I'm sitting at the lunch table and I've always, if I, if I bring my lunch to work, I've always got my, my Kindle with me, my Kindle. Oops. That's not my mic going on. Okay. Uh, either my Kindle or an actual, you know, book. Um, not to be antisocial, because I'm, I'm still there. I'm not e- e- eating in a corner. But, um, you know, like like today, I had my book out and I got two pages worth of reading. Just because, you know, I'm, I'm sitting there talking to people. But, you know, they'll be on their phones and be like, oh, someone ran headfirst into a semi this morning. Yeah. And uh, that just sounds awful. Thank you for bringing that into my day. <laughs> right? Like one, I didn't need to know that. <sighs> Two, now that I know that, um, I still don't care. And three, like, yeah, people crash into other things. Crashes happen. Car crashes happen. A lot of them happen very often because there's a lot of cars on the road. Is there more to this story? Was the driver of the car a Nigerian prince on his way to give someone some money? <laughs> and the and it turns out that the guy who he hit in the semi truck was the guy he was giving the money to, 
But that guy was on the lam from the cops because he was um, smuggling in immigrants, which is why why he needed the money. Like, is there anything more to that? Or are you just going to like, well, that sucks. And then Let's see what Trump's up to. And and then when you're when you're just kind of like non phased by it, they're like, "Is is Tim a monster? He doesn't care <laughs> right, about right. the stranger on that I read about on the internet uh-huh. that I didn't know about three thirty five seconds ago." Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh man, I the on Friday out here there was supposed to be a gigantic storm, like end of the universe level storms. I'm getting emails from work about it. I'm oh, I recall. I recall we had an inkling of that on Friday also. Yeah. And you know, I, I, I have a, a rule basically. I, there's a law of weather that I, that should be called. I don't, we need, we need to coin it, but basically anytime the weather people are like really ramp up a thing, uh-huh. it is, will be a big, nothing. It, nothing. It's a nothing. It's when it kind of sneaks up on them. That's when there's going to be a big problem. Every, yep. every, it's like without fail. They're like, there's going to be major thunderstorms, tornado storm. We're in a tornado storm alert. So like all this, uh, we had a show going on and it was supposed to just be me, myself and the assistant technical director. We were going to, and, and our crew, we, but then all these fucking front of house people show up to be like, well, just in case. And then on head, getting on headset. Uh, hey, everybody. The National Weather Service just issued a tornado watch for our area. I'll keep you informed. Be, let's be, you know, be ready to do yada, yada, yada. And then, and then of course, we hear it. The big thunderclap. Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, and then we hear the rain on the roof. And then the rain on the roof stops. And by the time we left the theater, it had stopped raining. Mm-hmm. That was, was the big, extent of it. It was a big fucking nothing. And I was like, yeah. you know, if I had no idea this was coming or, or if I just had the, like my vague checking of the little wet, the little weather the, box that pops up on Google. I don't even have like, a box. I have a line of text on my lock screen and a tiny, tiny bubble that is enough for a picture of the sun and or moon and two digits. <laughs> See, I just, I'm brave. I Google, uh, I Googled the the weather in my area, you know, mm-hmm. weather and city name. And then it pops up like a five-day forecast. And it's like, today the rain, tomorrow rain, Wednesday sun. And That's all can, I need, man. You can like, there's a little curve that shows the temperature that, you mm-hmm. know, high and the low. Or you can look at rain or you can look at wind. Yeah. And most of the time I'm like, oh, is there going to be rain on this day? Let me click it. When is it going to rain? 6 p.m.? All right, uh, that's all. That's fine. I'll be. I'll Good be home. Enough. <laughs> and yeah, and but like all this fucking focus and like big emails having to go out about fucking nothing. Like, and and that's something that is something that affects your life, right? Yes. Do I need to bring an umbrella today? Am I, yep. you know, am I am I going to ride my motorcycle? Well, it's going to rain later. Do I really want to ride home in the rain? Not particularly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but people will obsess about shit that does not fucking yeah. matter to them. There was, we got into this discussion in my glass class about, you know, what's going on in the news and this. And I was just like, I have no fucking idea what you're talking about because mm-hmm. 10 years ago I decided that I don't care about the news anymore. And I just stopped watching it. And you know what? My life's only gotten better. Yeah. No, nothing has changed. And, you know, nothing that's on the news has affects my life. None of it yeah. because they, they have to fill content. It's like, it's like all the YouTubers and the TikTok stars. Mm-hmm. And like you said, have you seen the, you've seen the videos of 
like the Twitch thoughts melting down because they're like, my life is so hard. I have to get up in the morning and then mm-hmm. I have to post photos to Instagram. I, I, I can, I I can imagine these things that, yeah. to TikToks and all this stuff. And they, they have to do all these things to create content, to keep engagement because yeah, what they're, yeah. nothing they're doing is actually interesting. It won't actually draw someone unless they're just doom scrolling their stuff. Mm-hmm. And it's like, that all just sounds exhausting. Like you could just have a life. Mm-hmm. But but they also, can't do it. but also, guess what? If that's your job, that's your job. You know what I mean? Yeah. So those those people melt like, down about the politics, and it's just like, just no, none of it's going to ever. You'll never win the politics, nope. and it'll never, it'll never phase you. And so they have to they have to create all that content to keep the eyes on them. So your news stations they have to create content. Otherwise, like I think. I think if you somehow managed to make the world not watch the news for like 10 days, mm-hmm. somehow you ban the news from happening, I think in 10 days you could reset 30% of the population into not caring about that stuff anymore. Yeah, yeah. Because they they just they make mountains out of molehills and they they're just like you know, Fox News will will have a little news blurb at two in the afternoon and then, and it'll be like 30 seconds worth of news. And then the entire primetime news lineup will just be, is about uh, that. We'll each have a segment where commentators comment on the news that they, that is now news because they created it. And it's just like, none of this matters. I'd rather look at pictures of your nephew. Yes. Right. Like, oh my, you know, my <laughs> sister just had a baby. Look at the baby. Look yeah. how cute it is. Like, wow, at least at least that'll affect your life. Yeah, I imagine if if the um if the news was just replaced with like pet videos. Yeah, pictures of, of <laughs> your dog. Yeah, pictures of dogs. <laughs> it's uh it's nine thirty. It's time for the German Shepherd hour. <laughs> 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 Here's welcome a cre- to the, <laughs> yeah. the welcome to Corgi chat. <laughs> Here's a crazy Bob little Bailey. dude. You won't imagine what happens when he doesn't get his treat. Here we go. <laughs> yeah, because like at least at least that was like like it's also like it's it's also vapid and like doesn't concern you, but at least instead <laughs> of like giving you, it creates joy. It creates joy and not yeah. anything else yeah yeah you're you're never going to watch unless it's like because but the thing is if you get if you like you manage to make the news people not show news and said they're showing pet videos then they quickly learn and they'd be like this is ralph ralph has dog cancer and like, <laughs> in the arms of they're like oh no ralph has dog cancer yeah. what can we do it's all joe biden's fault like damn you joe biden give dog <laughs> ralph cancer like they would somehow turn it into the yeah, into pure yeah. evil that's of what course. i mean that's what uh facebook and and instagram have all done mm-hmm. they've taken the purity which is just like cute pictures of animals and videos of animals and turn them into just vapid content houses where you see the same, like 10 re- ten things that show your cat hates your fucking guts and wants to mm-hmm. kill you. Content! Content! <laughs> like, fuck off and die, please. That's uh, part of it, too, which, which so, I, I guess part of the time that I've spent re- replaced that is has been on, like, like Instagram. Uh, but 
the way they curate that is, I I would love to look into the insights because like, it occasionally gives you stuff that is really geared towards you. Um, but then like, it'll give you something that you're not interested in. And you're like, what is this? Instead of immediately scrolling past it, you're like, mm-hmm. what is this? And like, I, I don't want this. And then you swipe and it's like, and it thinks like, Oh, he spent a lot more time on that than we thought he would. Uh, let's, uh, let's give more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Or, what happens to me a lot, right, is so I'll be like, um, I'll scroll through Instagram, and then someone comes up to talk to you, yep, and yep. you inadvertently it's just like, looping. It's you, you looping. inadvertently touch a thing while you're talking to them, and then you like set your phone down, and it's like, yeah. man, he watched that that TikTok of a woodworker cutting boards for three and a half hours, and uh, and it's but it's actually nothing. Uh-huh. I my Instagram feed was filled with all these fucking woodworker videos, and it was the the count the accounts were all the same thing. It's like sixteen thousand over sixteen thousand woodworking plans with step by step instructions, and it'll just be like a picture of a video of a guy like putting a door on or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they all had the exact same little fucking icon of a red and yellow like dude with a hard hat or an animal with a hard hat, and mm-hmm. and be like woodworker life, woodwork in this, a carpenter this, and I. Just been like wholesale. I really hope someday I have blocked everyone on Instagram except for the like hundred people that I follow. Yeah, yeah. You're either getting followed or you're getting blocked mm-hmm. because so much of that shit is just trash, and it'll be it'll be like perverted into being news. Oh, this is this now needs to be news. We need to make this into news now. Yeah. Like why? Fuck off and die. And like the pet videos, if if you post a video of your dog, mm-hmm. I'd be like, nice. But I don't really need to see every one of the planet's dogs. And I especially no. don't need to say, see the same video of like, look, my golden retriever loves running in the living room. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah, I do want to see it when I type in golden retrievers, right? Yeah. But if it's if it's my, my usual go-to stuff, like... I'm a very simple man, right? Like mm-hmm. uh, there's there's like there's like five things I want um given to me in in you know, at any one time. And it's just like why can't you like I should be able to like hit like five tags mm-hmm. and be like this is all I want to see for the next hour. Right? Yeah. I've got nothing to do for 30 minutes. Let me see these five tags. The other side of the ignorance being bliss thing is like there'll be discussions on like other discords about what's going on in the Marvel universe or whatever. And I'm just like, this all sounds awful. And I do not fucking care. Yeah. Oh, there's another season of the Mandalorian. I can't wait. Who the fucking gives a shit? (laughs) Uh, Like there's so much information out there that I wish I just didn't know. And, and there's so much information Mm -hmm. that I've learned against my will. I got one. Yeah. That's, that's the other part of it is, is with with news with with anything it's like you're forcing it on me mm-hmm. like like it doesn't like it, you it might seem it might seem trivial or you might not know it but yeah you're forcing this knowledge onto me yeah and i would i would almost buy into a system right where like on for instance instagram when you follow an account like I'm gonna go pop up a thing. Why are you following this account? Yeah, yeah. Like 
I get all of this fucking Marvel garbage news. Midwest Marvel guy, Steve's Marvel reviews. And it's just like guys being like, oh, my. Did you see this Easter egg in WandaVision? Mm -hmm. Nobody fucking cares. Yeah. But because I followed a cosplayer who does interesting 3D printing and a lot of his work is Iron Man suits. It's like, Uh well, you must like the Iron Man suits. No, I like of it. Yeah. The cosp the cosplay and the 3D printing and like yeah. his process of sanding and painting and building these things. Mm-hmm. I find that interesting. Show me more of that stuff. I would follow someone who's doing like Final Fantasy ones if they're they're using like a, a belt fed 3D printer to make a gigantic sword out of one yeah. 3D printed part. That's, That's pretty awesome. cool. <laughs> yes, I like Star Trek. Do you know what I hate? Fucking new Star Trek. Yeah. But we're never going to be able to get that granular. No, because then they couldn't feed you any content. No, yeah. Like, they can't... If you're like, oh, yeah, I... So I did look at these videos of, you know, trans of Transformer toys transforming mm-hmm. because I liked those when I was cool when I was yeah. a kid. I don't actually give a fuck about the Transformers. No, no. But... If that pops up in my feed, it's like, oh, that's kind of, because the other thing that happens a lot in that is you'll get this, the same, like, it'll be like, oh, you like stand-up comedy? Here's 11 stand-up, women stand-up comics, none of which are funny. Yeah, yeah. Or it'll be like, you watch one thing from a guy and then every third post will be that guy. It's, so it's like, that guy again, yep. I hate that guy, blocked. Yeah. And so they can't, they can't make the algorithm work the way that it should, because if it did, it would just, there would never be able to serve you any content. All of my ads for like the last, which is insane to think about. Yeah. Considering how much content there is. Yeah. Think about like, let, let's call it 100. Let's say there, the, let's say you, you could pick 100 content creators, not even mm-hmm. like your friends and stuff. Just like, like you're talking about like, I've got downtime. I'm going to, I'm going to just do the endless scroll, right? If you could pick 100 content creators, like 70, like 50% of those would be like people that do like daily things, right? Mm-hmm. The, the grinders. And then like another 25% people that do do it a couple times a week. And the last 25% people that just do it whenever they want. Right. Imagine how much content there is if, if like if you can only you only you can pick a hundred, imagine how much. I mean, it's 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 got to be in the high hundreds of thousands of videos every day, right? Yeah, and you can't give me what I want to see. Yeah, no. Instead, I have to see stupid shit about how. <sighs> Their their laws banning drag being banning uh, drag queens and and dressing in drag like that is not what those laws are for. <laughs> <laughs> That's a huge misconstruing of the facts. You lying fuck. And I don't care. Yeah. I. <laughs> That's the other thing. I wish. I wish there were. That's a, this is why it'd be great to live in the metaverse, right? Yeah. In, in theoretically. Theoretically, sure. like if you're you live in a simulation and you had the ability to tweak the knobs, mm-hmm. like you could just tweak the knobs. Like I never want to hear the word Trump ever again. Yeah. I don't even care if it filters out like Trump card, uh, trumped up charges. Yeah, yeah. Trumpets, <laughs> trumpets. Yeah. No jazz. You, uh, no more you'll jazz. You'll never hear a trumpet ever again. Like 
Yeah, I'll take that fucking bargain. I'll take that. Yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, I have to now turn the ska down to zero percent. Also, <laughs> you still hear you still hear the song like 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 when you hear the here's I don't get theme. There's just no yeah. trumpets in it. The rest <laughs> of the, the song is normal. Is it is it the is it the just the MIDI piano the default yeah. MIDI piano? Um, like, but that would never happen. Like whatever whatever metaverse thing. It will only be created to serve you the content you don't want. Like, I can't tell you how many times, how many times have you seen this post from creators that you follow where it's like platform is, is like not helping creators Ugh, because yeah. of all these reasons. So uh-huh. you know, be sure to like and subscribe and touch the yep. bell icon yes. and then like follow the do the two-factor authentication uh-huh. from the email that we send you and then send this form signed in triplicate that's sent in, yeah. sent back, sent in again, lost, found, <sighs> and then recycled in, yeah. in a bog for three months and recycled as fire lighters. Screw so it. You, can, yeah, you yeah. can actually get notified when our fucking yep. channel posts shit. And, and eventually they're just like, screw it, I have a Patreon now. <laughs> yeah, and like that post gets posted all the time and it's just like, I follow this person. Why am I not seeing the content? Why do I why do I yeah. get hundreds of videos about Taylor Swift uh-huh. or like videos of fucking clothes commercials, but yeah. I can't get see the direct post that someone I actually follow click the follow button on uh-huh. posted today. Yes. That's the crazy part is like like this happens all like this happens enough where it's weird where you'll you'll like come across a video or of of someone be like I haven't watched his videos in a long time. Is he, has he just not been posting? And then you're like, Oh no, he's posted every day for the last three weeks. You've just not given me any of it. Yeah. So they're fine with you being ignorant of that, but boy, can they not fucking jam the mainstream news shit down your fucking throat fast enough. Oh, look what happened to Ukraine. Look what happened to Ukraine. I don't fucking care. And then the opposite side of that is, is conservatives being like, look at how much money they're spending in Ukraine. Look how much money they're spending in Ukraine. You going to fucking do anything about it? <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <sighs> Meanwhile, uh, it's... And I don't understand the... Pe- like, I don't understand how you can care about that stuff that clearly makes you unhappy. Yeah. That's the most mind boggling thing of those people. That's why they call it doom scrolling. Yes. Uh, it's yes, because they're you, you just get trapped in these cycles of seeing nothing mm-hmm. but stuff to make you miserable. And, yeah. and like, uh, yeah, I, I just, that's what I truly don't understand is that you're, you're putting time, your time and effort into something that makes you, it's like when I play a video game and I'm not enjoying it. Yeah. I, I put like, it down, <laughs> put it, you put it down, but current events, people will just gobble and gobble and gobble for years, for years. Mm-hmm. They'll just shovel this shit into their face and then. Yeah bitch and moan and like their quality of life actively decreases. Like, you know what you you could be, you could be reading anything else, you know, Duolingo, they pop up that deal where it's like 15 minutes can teach you a language in a year. Mm-hmm. What does 15 minutes of social media get you? And it's like, yeah, you could go like learn Spanish on mm-hmm. Duolingo. You could read and you don't even have to read like 
the classics or something high minded. Like no, I read Star Trek books almost read, exclusively. Yeah, read a, a, a web comic. Yeah. You know? Something, Something about that, like one of your hobbies that you like or an industry that you work in or, yeah. or, you know, something that you find kind of neat. That's the like, news I want. Like, like, like you ever do that, like, um, work related Google search, you know, you're like, man, I really, there's, there needs to be like this one thing that would really solve all the problems I'm having right now at work. Mm-hmm. You're like, I wonder if there's anything like that. And it's like two days ago news, like, Wonder item invented <laughs> uh, on, on sale tomorrow. Unfortunately, two days ago was uh, April Fool, so that item was is, does not actually exist. <laughs> Damn it! Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, and but no, like 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 um like we were, we were building like we had a meeting at work and we were trying to build a new, um, a very specific computer to do a very specific task, um, and so we wanted to also wanted it to be rack mounted and we didn't want to just buy a, the $50,000 rack mount computer. Yeah. Right. Cause it's very expensive. And we're like, I, we can be, we can just build one. Surely we can just buy a rack mount case and buy parts. But it took like at least half a day of us. Like we're, we're like just, we're just, at the end we're just like, ah, if we could just like have this perfect thing. And then we went to lunch and someone's like, just like held up their phone, like in slow motion, like, I got it. Like found the perfect website we needed. That was basically PC part picker, mm-hmm. but, for but specifically for gear. rack mounted video gear. And it was, but it was, it was cause that, cause that's what we needed. Isn't, like, isn't that fucking <laughs> frustrating? Like the algorithms that control our lives, you go into Google and you search for a thing and yeah. it's just like, Oh yeah, we don't, we're not going to show you anything that's actually no, related to what absolutely you're looking not. for. You you look at because like I was looking for a projector. I started I started trying to bid our or get a bid for a projector for our theater so we can replace mm-hmm. the one that we have now that is like very much starting to show that it's on its last legs. And you know I can go to uh, Barco or Epson uh-huh. or one of the big houses I and get, get a, get a, a quote from them. Yes, but I'm sure there are other options out there, but my results are either like, Oh, you need a $120,000 movie theater projector or yeah. use this home theater mounted, like short throw distance projector yes. and Circle create your lens. TV on your wall. And it's yeah. like, no, I need I'll, a 20 ish <laughs> thousand lumen projector. Yes. that's laser and does 1080p. Yeah. And I should be able to put that into Google and have have things pop up that are like, here's uh, what you need. But yeah. instead, I gotta go like dig through manufacturing forums and, and yeah, yeah, and then go find. So I have to like contact the manufacturer, and they hand me off to the their like representative Local sales from my rep. district. Yeah. And I'm just yeah. like, just fucking sell your shit. Yeah, I'll try to smuggle you. I'll try to smuggle you out one of our barcos. Yeah, that's what I was looking at. Yeah. Twenty twenty thousand lumen. Yeah, ish somewhere in that area. Twenty thousand plus, really? Sure, sure. UDX, uh, yeah. UDX and series. That's what you want. I think that's the one that I just I just put in a bid for. Yeah, uh, I have that's to look what you it want. Up. Yeah, and and you know, UDM if you want to get a little smaller and not four K. Oh no, it was UDM was the one I was looking at. Yeah, because we don't little, we don't necessarily want four K because you can yeah. pay less and get a brighter projector. And really, we need brightness more than resolution. Yes. Yeah, because yeah. we're you're talking about. You know, fucking. 
the show we did the firm, last the week. firmware on those the firmware on those can be a little iffy though i will tell you from yeah, experience yeah. i'll fly you out and make you fix it yeah thank you <laughs> the the uh the fucking show we did last week like we're using our projector to basically they're they were like pre <laughs> it was like credits before the act that they filmed them like they filmed the group and they're like i'm i'm tab and I'm Tim, and I'm uh-huh. Tony, and I'm Buck, yeah. and I'm Chaco, and we are. Here's what I don't get. And, like, we should actually do one of those. That would be pretty funny. <laughs> <laughs> like a pre-roll video we can throw on. The- <laughs> Set it. Oh, yeah. Okay. We're we're doing that. Making, like, an opening credit set to our <laughs> theme music. <laughs> How great would that be? Uh uh, only if it's literally just our heads photoshopped onto the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers intro. <laughs> oh shit, that's a great idea. <laughs> uh, yeah. But then our music, because we would yeah, and that Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, but <laughs> yeah. You got a project, Tim. You just yeah, sign your ass up for it. Yep. Uh, well, do you have anything more you want to talk about bliss? I'm just, I mean, part of it is like, is like, I think that people think that without ingesting the nonsense, they won't have any small talk to make. Yeah. But Cause I think, they have no personality. But I, I think that if that's the case is then that you are, you are not a interesting person or not. Even, you don't even have to be an interesting person. Just be a person. Yeah. That I mean, I guess, I guess interesting is a, you know, spectrum, but like be a, like, I don't care if all of you, all you did is like, how was your, how was your day? How was your day off? Wouldn't you rather talk about like, wouldn't you rather talk about what movie someone saw recently or what TV mm-hmm. show they're watching, even if you haven't watched it, yes. than whatever news cycle story is going on yeah. about like, oh, did you hear about the school shooting in Nashville? Like, yeah, that sounds awful, but yeah. I, we're not going to fucking talk about anything interesting to do with it. So mm-hmm. why don't we instead, why don't we talk about like, what's the last YouTube video you watched? Who's your favorite yeah. YouTuber? Yep, yep. Because <sighs> at least then you might like, uh, on the one hand, you you might learn something interesting about then. On the other, you might find out about something you want to watch. Oh, you, you like a YouTuber that reviews movies that I haven't heard of? Let me go check them out. Clint yeah, Clackney. Yeah. Oh, I hate them. This <laughs> fucking, this guy thinks he's so fucking clever having his show be in a fucking video store. Uh-huh. He's talking to people about old movies that came out decades uh-huh. ago on an outdated media. Mm-hmm. What a fucking loser. Yeah. What a fucking loser. <laughs> Uh, anyway, not, you know, just in generally speaking. In general. Yeah. 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 <laughs> A what if scenario, if uh, anything. <laughs> Theoretically, if you, were to, <laughs> if you were to speculate on, on, but I find that, I find those- even that is, is fun. Like, talking to, like, I talked to someone working and they were like, yeah, you ever watch this? I'm like, yeah, I tried to. It's not good. Like, oh, it's my favorite show. Like, <laughs> oh, oh, yikes. But then it's like, like that's something you dumb. can, that's something you can talk about. Like you can still like talk about how much, like, Hey, you still watching that show? Is it still bad? Ah, you, you know, you know, my favorite show is it's the walking dead. Like, Oh, okay. Oh, this person is retarded. Yeah. Let me, let me suggest to you the source material, which is much better. 
the the source material of The Walking Dead. You know what that would be really great for? So you take you take those comics, right? Mm-hmm. And you uh, you shred Burn them into little shreds, <laughs> and you mix them with like the grease left over when you make meat, yeah. and then you have really great fire starters. I thought you were gonna okay, sure. They were gonna say you could have really good vegetarian <laughs> meat alternatives. <laughs> vegetarian steak. <laughs> Uh, you're I'm a vegetarian. All right, here's a block of grease that I I poured out. Yeah. This is I can't eat this. This is this is sawdust is sawdust and grease. <laughs> yeah, you, here's a Crisco and and sawdust that you get. So what is that thing that they make out of what are those blocks they make out of sawdust called? You know what I'm talking about? That that are like for for creating fire. No, for like building, like like there, like you can like compress sawdust into. Oh, when you add glue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what MDF is basically. Basically, but there's a, there's another there's a term for it. Um. Anyways. Well, uh, that brings us to the middle of our episode, which means that it's time for. This episode is brought to you in part by. The Ricada News Network. Definitely not fake news. Well, Tim, did you bring any news today? I did. Um, apparently, uh, I don't know if you know this, but uh, if you mix approximately 14% of sawdust with 86% ice by weight, uh, you get piecrete, which is what I was thinking of. You only know uh, that because you play a lot of pie cross. Yeah, actually, I <laughs> that is absolutely one hundred percent true. Um, but no, yeah. So I because I, re- I read this the other day, they thought about making a ship out of piecrete in World War II. Mm. Which, uh, if you think about it, like ice, like it's, it's like making a ship out of ice. Didn't really. I don't know how that yeah. would worked out. Anyways. Our first news story. For our first news story, it's some good news. Boys, we did it. We finally got him shut down. This place was a blight on all that was holy in the land of Dublin. The Virgin Mary Bar has shuttered its shuttered its doors. Of course, the Virgin Mary was the only alcohol-free bar in Dublin. Oh, that's that is fucking sacrilege right there. Right? Uh, apparently, they opened in May of 2019, specializing in alcohol-free cocktails. They opened in May of 2019, and they they managed to stay open through the scamdemic. Uh huh. That's a fucking act of God right there. Yeah. Uh, I don't like. Is this a a funny drunk Irish joke? Yes. Is it B also incredulous? Also, yes. I don't. Un- I've I've never heard I, of non-alcoholic I've, bars in the U.S. No, there are some in St. Louis. I bet there are. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I'm just like, why would you go there? You At that just point, go just home and and be there by yourself and not talk. Yeah, to, not ruin other people's good times. Yeah, because I'm trying to think like so non-alcoholic cocktails. Mocktails. That's what they like. Mocktails. I've heard of. I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've look. I've heard of mocktails before. I mean, I remember being in college and they give their they. You know, it would be Cinco de Mayo and they'd give you a margarita, mm-hmm. um, which was margarita mix in a splash of Sprite. 
Um, but I'm trying to think of like, so in cock in, in, um, in mixology, like there's, you got your main spirit and mm-hmm. then you got like your, your, uh, sweeteners. And then you're like, you're at your additional, like additional, you know, your, your additive spirits, right? You got your vermouths and your camparis and all this other, all these other, like, you, you take all of that away from the equation. Like I understand like taking the main liquor out of the equation. I don't, well, I don't understand it, but I can, I can envision it. But when you take all of the alcohol, including bitters, mind you, like Angostura bitters, 44% alcohol by volume. Yeah. I mean, I, at that point, what are you drinking? You're drinking Dr. Pepper. (laughs) Yeah. I, yeah, the, and I remember finding out that there was non-alcoholic beer when I was a kid and I was just like, what's, what's the oh, duels. point? Yeah. Yeah. Why? Yeah. Why bother? Yeah. It's yeah. Yeah. Cause I drink beer for the taste. Yeah. The, the whole, the whole mocktail thing, the whole, like, it really just reeks of like you might be an alcoholic. Like I, I That's don't want to only- drink anymore, but I still need to have my like weird mixed drink thing filled. Those the are the only people I know that are big on mocktails. Yeah. The way that uh, like, oh, I chew gum because I'm trying to quit smoking, quit smoking. and I need yeah. to like get my oral fixation figured yes. out. Like uh, just put an umbrella in your Coca-Cola. Yeah. Or, or find and or choose another brightly colored soda. If that's what you're going for, if you're like, well, oh, well, this, so everything is, this is all brown. It's all brown. It's all, you know, almost black brown. That doesn't look like a cocktail to me. Well, I can like get some orange soda. Yeah. Get some orange soda, do some ginger ale. Yeah. Th- put Throw, you know, throw an orange slice in a ginger ale and be like, oh, look, I'm, I'm drinking my delicious. Mocktail. Mocktail. Yeah. Such a, and to put one in Dublin. That's just of offensive. all places. It'd be like having one in, in a bur- in Bourbon County, Kentucky. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure there is one now, oh. now that I didn't think about it. It's filled with that fake whiskey stuff we tried. Oh, Which I saw I, I saw at a liquor store the other day. At a liquor store? At a on holy bo- place? On the bottom shelf. Was it in the whiskey section? It was. Son of a bitch. It should not be in the whiskey section. It should be in the the pussy faggot section. I will. I will. I will say there should be a, saloon style doors. <laughs> oh, yeah. or a, a, a beaded curtain like in a uh, like an old timey video store. There, the adult section. A, there's a yeah beaded curtain, right? But it like when you step through, it sprays a thing on the back of your head. That's mm-hmm. a UV hairspray. And so when you mm. walk underneath a UV light, it's like, oh, that guy went in the pussy fag section. <laughs> uh, oh, no, or it, or you when you open it up, like an alarm goes off. Oh no! All star turns at you. Your picture was, comes on a big screen TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I'm trying to remember the name? It was is it fifty seven? Is Kentucky fifty seven? Kentucky, yeah, something, something like, like that. that. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. I, I still have it upstairs. Um, that shit was awful. Yeah. Well, we've got another news story here. Um, speaking of literally everything we talked about, not wanting to hear about 
in the last 30 minutes. Um, Namo, which is an ammo manufacturer co-owned by the Norwegian government and a Finnish state-controlled defense company, mm-hmm. cannot meet the increasing demand for its artillery rounds because a local data center is using all of the electricity in the region, preventing a planned expansion of their factory. That data center's number one customer? Facebook. TikTok. Son of a bitch. (laughs) The chief executive of the company told the Financial Times, quote, we are concerned because we see our future growth is challenged by the storage of cat videos. Um, That's not what's on TikTok. No, no. Uh, I, well, I, I guess actually it is just not the kind of cat video you're thinking. Of. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I like that. Uh, not to get too much into it, but um, there's that the, the bill that you know they did the whole tick uh, China spying on us TikTok thing, mm-hmm. um, and. Uh, I think it's a psyop. I don't know about you. Oh yeah, I I think everything that comes from the government anymore is a psyop. Sure, but but the worst part I I I have I, I had thinking about this was every time someone brought it up, I, I would I would say, what is so, what what are they <laughs> like? You don't think Ch- Chinese citizens are using U.S. apps? Yeah. I mean, they're a they're not because they live in a totalitarian government that doesn't let them use it. <laughs> um, but B, like you don't think they would be using like American-made apps that are spying on them? Of course they would be. That's what fa- all Facebook does is spy on you. I we have a humongous the CIA. We have like every. Half half of the action movies you go see in any given year are about a spy agency employee. Yeah. About an FBI agent or a CIA agent or an NSA agent or a MI7 agent. Like sp- like spy warfare has been the um, it's like since the 60s and 70s, spy warfare has been like the main esp- and espionage has been the main form of like of warfare. You know what in the I world. think it is? I think it's that TikTok won't play gall- ball with the US government and give the data over. Yeah. Whereas, you know, Facebook, Twitter, uh Instagram, then why, YouTube, then, then every all those other ones they're like, yeah, yeah, government, you can have fucking anything you want out of our data So stores. why do they care? Yeah. We well, have that, that's that they care because TikTok's not giving them their cut. You know, sure, if, sure. If this was really about privacy and spying and shit, they would pass what I believe they should, which is a right to privacy act, which protects people from the data harvesting that goes on. No matter these the fucking app. tech companies. Yeah. Yeah. But they won't do that because those tech companies have big no. money that they give to all these fucking dipshit boomer, you know, uh, congressmen to get them have a, a congre- congressional hearings about TikTok. Yeah. And, and and ask stupid questions like that's that's is is TikTok using Wi-Fi? Did you see that that question? I did, and, every, <laughs> and, and it happens like, it happens every time there's like some sort of tech hearing in the last couple of years. Yeah, you get to really see who these people are. Yeah. Does does TikTok access your Wi-Fi? 
<laughs> God. Does TikTok access your Wi-Fi? Answer the questions. They're like, well, yeah. yeah, that's how the fucking internet works. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> uh, ha. Like they, they really think they're you're stealing gotcha. all my goddamn Wi-Fi, and that's uh-huh. why the internet don't work because the TikTok's stealing it, and fucking shipping it off, my taking my Wi-Fi and shipping it off to of China. Mm-hmm. Or they're like, or they're, or they're like, their their questions are like very, very, very specific. Like, can you confirm or deny that uh, um, TikTok user at Big Titty Goth Babe, her address is seventeen twelve <laughs> East Eleventh Street, New York. <laughs> Can you confirm or deny that? <laughs> um. can, can you delete the comment uh, from <laughs> Congressman Rick Ryan on this big titty goth babe 1776 said, post? Said mommy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Do you remember geez. when Ted Cruz accidentally tweeted porn? And, yeah. and someone, like nobody cares about that anymore? I know. I think someone did that. Um, someone did that like a month ago. I, I want to say it was, was it Elon did it? Tweeted porn. Yeah. Nice. Like, like I think what it was, was if I recall correctly, this might've been someone else, but like it was in the middle of w- what seemed like a regular video. Oh. So yeah, you know what I mean? It's like he Started watched the first that, five like, seconds. Like the time that, that ASC Riley got, Pat Oswalt to retweet a picture where there yes, said yes. Pat Oswalt <laughs> killed his wife. Yes, <laughs> that was brilliant, brilliant work. Uh, anyway, uh, uh, what's our next news story? Our next news story is uh, continuing on the tech trend. Of course, you know the other than TikTok and the government stealing your uh, Wi-Fi, uh, the big, big, big news in tech these days is, of course, AI and. Um, I think we can finally say that AI uh, has gotten to the point where um, it's good enough because uh, a Belgian man reportedly ended his life last (laughs) week. I saw this following a six week long conversation about the climate crisis with an AI chatbot. Yeah. Uh, according to his widow, who chose to remain anonymous, um, he became extremely eco-anxious when he found um, refuge in Eliza, who is an AI chatbot on an app called Chai. Mm-hmm. Uh, Eliza consequently consequently encouraged him to put an end to his life after he proposed sacrificing himself to save the planet. Um, what I this is so I need to like buy an AI machine. Yeah. And just hook it into abusing telemarketers. Yes. Yes. See if we can get an AI to kill a tele- uh-huh. to get a telemarketer to commit suicide. Yes. Uh, he was in his thirties. He was a father of two young children and he worked as a fuck? health researcher and led a somewhat comfortable life until his obsession with climate change took a dark turn. Yeah. Wow. That's messed uh, up, man. <laughs> like it's, it really, it really illustrates illustrates to me how stupid the intellectual are. Yeah, that you can be convinced to kill yourself by a robot. Mm-hmm. Like I shout at the robot on when you know when you call a place and it's like, yeah, yeah, say or enter your your number, and I'm like, I don't want to fucking talk to you, robot. Yeah, I want to talk to a human being, and this guy is like talking to a robot for so long that he kills himself because the robot said so. I just, Ridiculous. man, it's like, we like to think, I think, I think like maybe 
Uh, I don't think, but I think in general, people like to think of humans as uh, generally good. Mm-hmm. But then like stuff like AI happens and it's like the first thing like in like years ago, right? Like when they were like, Hey, we made this AI, you know, before it, you know, it started getting really big, but you know, when companies were testing out AI, like, yeah, we made this AI. And the first thing it did was uh, go on a racist tirade. <laughs> and then like this other company is like, yeah, we did it. We, we made an AI. And the first thing it did after it's, it's like Ultron, Ultron and age of Ultron, right? Like as soon as he goes online, he gets all of the data. Right. And what's the first thing Ultron wants to do when he goes online, kill humanity. Yeah. Right. He's like, he in like a you know in a microsecond he sees all that we have done and decides like that is the only hope for us like that's what these ais are doing they're like they're like they go online and they're like oh please kill me or <laughs> in this case please kill yourself <laughs> amazing yeah Will we have any more news yes we have uh one last news story and i think you're going to enjoy this one tab because um it is in a very, very roundabout way related to Batman. Okay. Batman has, I, I say roundabout way, but Batman has a um, a new villain to fight. And uh, here is their backstory. Um, a <laughs> On March 24th, a blast at R.M. Palmer um, killed seven people and injured 10. This is a... Uh, uh, R.M. Palmer was a chocolate factory in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm. Um, and it would have been eight people, except that um, one person, uh, when the floor gave way beneath them, fell into a vat of liquid chocolate, which saved their life. <laughs> Like Augustus Gloop? <laughs> <laughs> like the Joker. <laughs> like the Joker in the Ace Chemicals factory. Or Harley. I'm, cho- you know. I'm Chocolate Man. Is that chocolate on your garment shield? <laughs> or is it something else? There's only one way to find out, Batman. And it's a good thing that your mask yeah. doesn't cover your mouth. Because uh-huh. I'm coming in it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> the... <laughs> So this is a real story (laughs) and it's fine now, but uh, let me, let me read to you some more. Um, so, uh, there there are, there are white women on the internet. They're like, he fell into a vat of chocolate. Oh, (laughs) (laughs) um, so Troy is like coming her pants. She's about to have an alien baby. (laughs) She's so excited. Uh, Before she fell, her arm was, had caught on fire. Right. Okay. And so I, when she fell into the vat, the chocolate, it, it, uh, it extinguished the fire, but also she broke her collarbone and both of her heels. Okay. And they didn't save her, uh, for another nine hours. <laughs> <laughs> she spent those nine hours screaming for help and licking her lips. <laughs> <laughs> Help! Uh, Help! Help! Oh, oh, it's so good, but it burns. Oh, oh this, boy. this chocolate is delicious, but it sure is lava hot. Uh, <laughs> uh, 
I just I feel like she'd be a better Spider-Man villain. Like you could team her up with Hydro Man and yeah. the Sandman. It's uh-huh. like I'm salty sweets. Uh, uh, the brown goblin. The brown goblin. Oh shit. Uh, wow. Um, the bonded with her DNA, and now she the gets- best part. Yeah, the best part of this story is um, how incompetent uh, I assume management was, because uh, she, <laughs> she and others had complained about a gas odor for about thirty minutes before the place blew up. Mm. So if this, you, like, you <laughs> yeah, I work in a factory and there's a strong gas smell coming from somewhere for about thirty minutes. Yeah, I'm leaving. <laughs> I gotta go. I don't get turned into a supervillain. Mm-hmm. When they when they pulled her out of the vat, did they wrap her up in like a, a one of those mylar blankets? <laughs> yeah, yeah, space space blanket. Ma'am, yeah. ma'am, can you hold on to this scarf? And now we're gonna need to wrap you up in this giant space blanket. And if you can, here's a bunch of chopped up hazelnuts. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, she gets into the hospital they're like you know the doctor's like running their finger along her (laughs) (laughs) Um, we gotta take her for surgery doctor yeah just one more second (laughs) 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 save that save that (laughs) save that there's that one weird nurse who's like down by her feet like uh, (laughs) uh. yeah do you think she had to tread in it, or yeah, it was probably thick enough? She just naturally floated. I think she she floated. It's just not well. So, according to the story, she broke her collarbone in the fall, but also mm-hmm. both of her heels. Mm-hmm. So I assume that means like she dropped like a rock to the bottom, and then somehow like swam her way to the top. Or it might be like a non Newtonian fluid where when you hit it, it becomes solid. Oh and yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what so that's she might what broke. Like land, boom, and Boing. it's like hard chocolate for a second, and then and then she sunk into it, like a, which is like, kind of funnier. <laughs> like the scene in the Matrix with Neo jumps for the first time. Yes, exactly like that. Uh, but in reverse, because he he sinks into yes, it and then yes. it's hard. Yeah. yeah. Uh boy. Anyway, well, uh, this has been. Well, that takes care of our legal obligations this week, Tim, but you know it doesn't take care of what getting us a chocolate vat insurance. If you want to yeah. help us make sure that we don't turn into Batman supervillains, you can visit us at Patreon or you can visit us at subscribestar.com forward slash HWIDG, tip.hwidg.com, and patreon.com forward slash HWIDG, which stands for Here's What I Don't Get, which is the name of the show. And over there, we have five tiers. We have the one buck tier, which gets you early access to each week's episode, plus our monthly minisodes. We have our $2 tier. We throw the random bits and bobs we do now and again. Tim and I are going to be doing a review of John Wick 4. Uh, we have our five dollar tier where we do our we drop the hate and talk about what's great in our bonus episodes. Here's what I do get. We have our $10 tier where you submit a film. We vote on what film we watch, and we watch and record a feature length commentary. And then finally, we have our $50 spite producer tier uh, where you get a say in the show. You can ask for like a special segment change or a, a swap to the format. You can ask for a guest host or a, to ban a regular co-host or anything that your heart desires that we can reasonably uh, accomplished, we will do so. And we want to say thank you to all our patrons, big and small, because we would not be able to do the sh- show without your generous support. So thank you. 
But let's get back into some issues. Here's what I don't get. A lack of codes. And I'm not talking about like the Hayes code or like more cheat ocean codes. codes. Up, up, cheat down, codes. down, left, right, well, left, right, A, B, suck, start. Actually, I tell you what, we do need more cheat codes. There <laughs> yeah. was a time where like you would go to the Scholastic Book Fair and you get that book that was real, not half, really. Half, half wide. Not as, as wide, yeah, but it was extra yeah. thick and it would just yes. be like alphabetically all these video mm-hmm. games and the cheat codes in them and you you know you would go into the scholastic you, book fair you yeah. have a little scrap of paper in your pocket you'd look up your games codes you'd write them down real hastily and then you'd go <laughs> home and try it out and find out that you've been lied to and you were glad you didn't spend uh-huh. the 10.99 on the little book there's no paintball mode in tomb raider sons of bitches yeah. uh but that's not what i'm talking about i'm talking about you know, so we talk a lot about, you know, traditional masculinity and um, how people carry themselves and all those mm-hmm. kinds of things. And we've are as a culture, we've moved away from people living by any sort of code like religion has has on the whole in general terms become almost this like joke of all these all so much more religion now is just like we accept everybody and we believe in everything and whatever you want to do is great and fine by all of us. And instead of, and and I'm not even necessarily like, I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, but it used to be like, here's our religion. These are like the things we live by. These are the way we try and continue to support ourselves. If you don't do it this way, like you'll experience shame. Mm Mm-hmm. And that doesn't happen anymore. Like there's no. there's no shame because there are no codes. There's no like active behavior that we we in, in fact more and more we're trying to make more behavior more acceptable. Yeah. And I feel like we are hugely in decline. And I was thinking about this because I've been reading these Star Trek books, and it's this series that's called The Lost Era, and they like bridge the gap between uh, the end of undiscovered country slash mm-hmm. that first preamble of generations yeah. to the beginning of TNG. And they've been really interesting. And one of the things that was in there was this one that was more focused on the Klingon and Cardassian uh, conflict. Mm-hmm. And you like, you see the, you know, the thing at Kittimer that makes Worf an orphan yeah. and you see what kind of leads to, the Klingon empire being in the state that it's in at the beginning of uh, TNG and specifically mm-hmm. like when Kempek dies and makes Picard his arbiter of succession. And then like, there's the whole Duras, Galron feud and et cetera, et cetera. And like Worf gets discommendations because he, his father gets framed by the Duras. So anyway, what I've always thought was really weird about the series is that Klingons are supposed to be like, we, we battle with honor. We believe in all these honorable things. Mm-hmm. And like every Klingon in the entire run of the franchise is just like this evil conniving evil, shit yeah. heel of a person. Yeah, 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 yeah. And they seem to act with absolutely no compunction whatsoever. Well, I mean, the same, same, the same, the show basically. Except for Worf. Except for Worf, yeah, yeah. And Worf is like this the ideal of a Klingon. Yeah. You know, he he's he summons Kalis back because his he's like pure of heart. Yeah. And it's ironic because he grows up in um 
feder- in Federation, Federation space raised yeah, by yeah, humans. Yeah. Yes. And he uh, he doesn't know what a Klingon is. Like he no. he reads what a Klingon is. He's like, oh, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so he's the only one who's bound by this code of honor to himself. Yeah. While all the others are like are like religion now, where it's like, yeah, yes. we believe in this code, but you know, yeah, Don't you can really lie and like cheat, and you yeah. can work with the Romulans, and like you can stab a guy in the back, and you can mm-hmm. poison Kempek instead of like taking him on in direct battle, and all those kinds of things. Yeah. And <clears throat> when I was reading about that, Kempek as the as Chancellor of the Klingon Council, he he's like the longest serving Chancellor in recorded history, and he oversees this huge era of peace. And in that time the Klingon empire kinds of kind of falls apart because they like lose these senses of honor and they lose like their, their way. And I feel like that's what our world is today. We've gone through such a period of peace and prosperity and a lack of any kind of challenge that in our need to have challenge, people have created these when you know, they've created giants out of windmills for themselves to do bad and wage battle against over fucking nothing like tying yeah. into your issue people create these giants that they can go battle by holding a sign and we're going to win and they obsess themselves because there's no actual there's nothing in your life that is actually hard and what it does is it creates in star trek it creates the klingon civil war that we see uh in season four and it was, yeah, it's the end of season four into the beginning of season five. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where we're going. Like we cannot maintain this level of way of life for much longer. And yeah. our complete lack of any kind of, <clears throat> of any kind of like standards of society is going to destroy us. And when I, I think about that. I just, I'm like, yeah, it couldn't fucking happen soon enough. We absolutely <laughs> have to just fucking wipe these, wipe our, our humanity out. Cause that's the only way to get rid of this cancer. That's metastasized inside our, inside ourselves of like zero accountability, zero um, rules. And, Conservatives are like, well, we just need to legislate it. We, but you can't legislate <laughs> yeah. morality. You can't legislate that someone honor. <laughs> yeah, act with honor. And I was thinking about it on my ride up here because so I was riding and I wasn't necessarily on the strict schedule, but I had this plan, and uh, there was an area of construction which it turns out there was no fucking construction because I was alongside the interstate for most of this like closed mm-hmm. area, and. So it had me get off the interstate and start taking the state highway that more or less runs right alongside the interstate because I guess on a Monday through Friday, that becomes a standstill. And there was even a sign that was like traffic stopped ahead, take exit, whatever. And so but anyway, I get off on this exit and I'm coming around a curve and I'm coming around a curve and there's another guy on a motorcycle and he's pulled off on the side of the road and he's, he's working on his bike. And so I pull up and I'm, and I like, I talked to him. He's got this problem with his bike that he can kind of get fixed, but it's not really working. So I help him workshop a thing. And I'm like, how far are you going? He's like, I'm going a couple miles this way into this other town. Not the direction that I'm going. Yeah. But there's a code. Like motorcycle mm-hmm. riders stick together. You look out yeah. for one another. And so I followed this guy home. Took me a half hour of time that I could have been traveling to my next destination. But 
I would hope that if I that if I were writing solo and had a problem, someone would pull over and help me. That's the yeah. way that, that it used to be, and not from just for motorcycle riders, but like you saw a car pulled over on the side of the road, you pull over and like see if they needed help. People don't do that anymore. They're just like, ah, no. fuck those guys. They they're not my fucking problem. Yeah, and you can't make that a law. Because if you make it a law, now the whole fucking side of the road is lined up with people just trying to not get a ticket. Yes. And and providing no help. But you also have people that aren't willing to do anything. And so, uh, again, like, we don't, I don't think that it needs to be enforced. I just wish more people lived by a code. And Which is and, crazy because, like, what was, what's the most popular, like, media in the last 15 years? Star Wars, fifteen years. Fifteen years. Uh, I I don't know. Superhero movies. Oh yeah, great power comes great responsibility. Great power comes great responsibility, man. And you know what? You know you know what else? You know what? Maybe maybe the the whole point of great power comes great responsibility goes over people's heads because they think I don't have great power. We've got some power. So take yeah. some responsibility. It, yeah. You know people, I mean? people, there's that, that meme of like the point and, you know, going over the guy's head. They're looking, yeah. they're yeah. like, they're like superheroes do the right thing. And it's like, no, you're supposed to do the right yeah. thing. You're supposed to take this as inspiration. Yeah. It's like people, people all fantasize that they're Captain America in Captain America, the winter soldier, right? Mm -hmm. The one man standing against Hydra who's infiltrated shield. And he, you know, gets up there and makes that space. The price of freedom is high, but it's a freedom. I'm, it's a price I'm willing to pay. Yeah. It's willing to stand against his, his own friends to on what is right. People imagine they're like, yeah, I'd be Captain America. No, you, no, you wouldn't. You wouldn't even be you wouldn't even be the guy that's like oh, I can't launch those starships guy from whatever uh, fuck crossbones guy. I- I'm on the captain side. You'd be a guy in the office who's just like, wow, are they blowing shit up out there? Well, five o'clock quitting time. La, 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 la. <laughs> you know, you'd be a guy that's just out there in D.C. being inconvenienced by the the stuff going on, and that's a choice that you're making. You're making the choice not to do the right thing because you yeah. don't live by a code. I I identify with Worf as a character a lot because what makes him compelling as a character is that he is he lives by a code and he harms himself by the code. Yes. Because he is he's like trapped by this way of life that he has chosen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But he can't quit it because if he quits it, he will be nothing. Yes. And, and the way he like throughout all those series has to stay true to his like ideal of a Klingon. And, and even, even when it's hard because it's not, it's easy to live by a code when things are easy and you don't have to make any hard choices. It's hard to live by a code when you, when it actually fucks up your life. And, um, and so, like, I try and live my life by a set of rules. I try and, like, do the right thing as often as possible. And sometimes it makes things more complicated, and sometimes it doesn't work out. But I don't know a way to not do that. And I used to think I used to think that 
there shouldn't be any more of me. Yeah. And I don't mean like <laughs> I shouldn't have kids, but like I used to think, oh no, you really, you only need like one tab in a thousand. Yeah. Because there's, there's too much chaos involved in, in my thinking mm-hmm. and approaches to things. But over the last five years, I've started to come around that like, no, there needs to be like five of me in a hundred. Not like because 5% you fucking people are psychopaths. Yeah. I'm not a psychopath. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not uh what's the thing? What's the term they like to use now? Um, oh, you know, they, they like have the, the term now for like autismos and neurodivergent. Neurodivergent, yes. Yeah. yeah. They like to fucking invent these words. Because the other thing is, the thing that drives me nuts now these days is that nobody is willing to work on themselves. It's like, oh, I'm neurodivergent, so I need to be specially accommodated to deal with my neurodiversity. Yeah. Like, yeah. no, you need to fucking act like a normal person. <laughs> Everyone's so fucking delicate and just cry babies. Like I got pulled aside this week, last week to be told that, uh, there were all these problems with the show that was going on. And the reason why there were problems in the show was because people didn't find me approachable. And I'm like, what the fuck do you mean? I'm not approachable. Like, I'm <laughs> sitting right there. Yeah. And how, how is the problem supposed to be fixed? This is a them problem, not a me uh-huh. problem. Yeah. I understand. I don't understand why I'm intimidating, but apparently I'm very intimidating to people. And like I don't know what the secret recipe is, but so yeah. so Saturday a guy wanders into our building that is not um, part. Uh, he wanders into our building, and he goes down into this lower section uh, that feeds into the theater, but it's not in the theater. It's more mm-hmm. in the lobby. It's kind of like a reception area. So this is like a big dance show, and all of these dance groups are kind of filtering from an upstairs area down through this lobby and then into the backstage. And this guy is like making inappropriate comments, to the dancers and messing sure, with people. Sure. And so they, they're like, Hey, this this guy's out, yeah, this guy's out here. Can someone do something about it? My assistant technical director, he goes out and finds the guy. The guy is sitting there. And he's like, Hey, is this anybody's water bottle? Is this anybody's water bottle? Is anybody's water bottle? Anybody's water bottle? No, I guess it's mine now drains the thing. Says, oh, that water's good. Sits down on a bench, reaches back behind the bench and pulls out a bottle of vodka and pours <laughs> into the water bottle. <laughs> like he's going to start sneaking this vodka around. Yeah, yeah. So my assistant technical director, when he starts doing that, he's like, oh, actually, that's my water bottle. And he, he tries to take it from him. Now, him and I are about the same height. He's yeah. a little skinnier and he has a much more like naturally smiled face. Mm-hmm. And the guy is like is is arguing with him. And by this time, someone's coming to the theater where I am and said, hey, there's a weird guy out here. Uh, assistant technical director guy is trying to talk to him. Yeah. Maybe you should go out there. I said, I'll head that way. I walk out there. I walk down the steps. I come around the corner. Guy takes one look at me. Let's go to the water bottle. He goes, oh, I guess I have to leave. <laughs> like all the fight instantly gone. And what was funny, because I'm thinking to myself, you know, Two days ago, three days ago, I was being lectured that I that this is it's a problem for this group coming into the theater that I'm not approachable and I'm kind of scary and I'm intimidating mm-hmm. to be around. But if there were two people here, like the assistant technical director with a nice smile and everything, 
when I walked around that corner, do you think that guy is going to just give up on his fight and leave? So maybe you kind of need the two kinds of people. Maybe you need someone that lives by a code that's fucking going to fucking scowl at you before they, that, that treats you neutrally before they start to open up and be friendly. Cause that's the thing. The, my crew, they'll all say the same thing. Yeah. He's intimidating. Yeah. He's scary, but he's actually a really nice guy. He's easy to get along with. And he's, a, you know, but and that's because I try and comport myself the way that I can fucking live with my conscience. I think yeah. that's, that's another part of it. I don't fucking think many people have consciences anymore. I don't think that you, they feel bad about the things that they do. No. And I, and again, I'm just like, if I'm the person with the conscience in the room, something is fucked up. <laughs> But we, but people don't anymore because there's like they have nothing to report to. At least when religion was prevalent, like I'm not a fan of religion. I don't feel that I necessarily, I don't feel like my life would be is negatively affected by not having religion. Yeah, it might be positively affected if I did get religion, but I'm not. Don't feel that I'm operating at a detriment at this point that requires me to go get one. So when I. So when I'm, but when religion was prevalent, you had this societal shame. If you did the wrong thing, yeah. you were, you were ostracized or, or chastised or you were taught some form of morality that you would then develop a conscience. Mm-hmm. And I think the like, there was the like, no, no generation, right? There was this whole generation of kids were like, well, it's better for the child's development to not hear no until they're like three years yeah. old. Yeah. And I think that really fucked a bunch of kids up. Yeah. Like, and the whole, the baby talking, I think there's so much that has led to just this general decline and collapse of our cultural identity and our like ability to comport ourselves with any kind of honor. And I think that it's, I don't know when the seed was exactly was planted, I think maybe the sixties and the whole free love hippie movement. I think that was when the seed was planted of what if we lived our lives without rules. And since then that which plant has just grown into this horrible, horrible cancer that is now like, well, every time we like break a cultural norm rule, it's like, well, there's always the next one to knock down. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We, you know, we, my dad will say that we started on the downhill thing when they legalized gay marriage. And in some ways I have to agree with him because if we were still having the gay marriage fight today, we wouldn't be having like real conversations about normalizing minor attracted persons. Like you're a fucking pedophile. You cannot change the words so much that, to pretend like that's not what you are and say like, oh, I'm a minor attracted person. Wait. You're a fucking pedophile. And that world, that word used to have a meaning, the meaning of someone that you don't want your fucking kids around. But now you've churched it all up and now we're talking about like normalizing it. Like what about non offending? And I just like, I can't help the way I feel because uh, gender and sexuality is a spectrum and people are attracted to different things and this and that. And it's just like, this is fucking insane. We just have fucking rules about this shit. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I can't legislate morality, but I can legislate keeping you the fuck away from some kids. <laughs> I can't make you feel bad about what you are, but I can sure as fuck make sure that you never come near anybody that you could potentially do harm to. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
there's a, there's a phrase I saw on a video. It was today or yesterday. Emotions are not real. That's a good point. Unfortunately, I feel like um, they were essentially a large part of. I don't know. Of course, like, like I said, I don't know. You could have been 60s, 70s when it started, but a large, large part of early child development is, especially now, it's about emotions and feelings. Mm-hmm. And about accepting them. Oh, yeah. it's, it's okay to feel this way. Like, and I think there's a line like, yeah, it's okay to feel things. It's what you do with them. Like, you can't get angry all the fucking time. You need to learn to control your temper. You can't fucking break, like, there are those those TikToks and things where people are like, oh, my boss yelled at me and I just broke down crying in the break room. Like, get the fuck oh, yeah. back to work. <laughs> and, or, yeah, like, there was the one that was like the, the lady, like, I quit my $120,000 salary job to go work at Starbucks. And it was like, at the end of her eight-hour shift, she's in tears or whatever. Yeah. It's like you from a year or two ago. And like, I think I, that's, that goes back to those rules that I live by of, I don't want to be a burden on anyone. Yeah. I like at the, that, that should be the baseline. I don't want to be a burden. And, but that's, that's what people are like. They want to be a burden and they want to push those things upon you. I don't want to inconvenience you or make you change because I'm selfish. Yeah. Like, I don't, I don't like, understand how that is, man, people are really selfish these days in terms yeah. of, in terms of that. Right. Yeah. Like, 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 like just at work. Right. It's like, I, I mean, I remember I did, I did a show and, um, I had developed a, I got a blister on the bottom of my foot cause I was walking 15 miles during you know, every day or during, during the show. Yeah. Um, and, uh, it had popped and you know, I had, I had torn the, that first layer of skin off. And when you do that, you, you know, the outside, it, it hurts. Right. And so I was, I had like a little bit of a limp, but I was trying to work at still at 100% early, you know, like 95% of my capabilities. And, um, I think my boss noticed I was limping, you know, when I thought no one was looking, mm-hmm. he's like, Hey, did you hurt yourself? And I told him what happened. He was like, dude, sit down like take care of it like you know uh like take 10 minutes and you know deal with that um like are you sure are you sure you know it's just to me that has always been one of my like i don't want to inconvenience you i don't want to if i don't have to you know i mean like it takes a lot to be able to have to um to have to cut in and say for this, for me, for, for me, I assume for you too. It has to take a lot to cut in to say, like, man, I really don't want to have to do this, but mm-hmm. I need today off, right, or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, it, but not no, that's not. It's not what people do anymore. They they just kind of like live live fast, die whenever, you know. Mm-hmm. Just do whatever the fuck you want, and fuck the consequences. You should never have to face them, yeah. and you. Like you should never be inconvenienced in any way. You should never uh, feel bad for what you're doing. It's like, no, man, maybe sometimes you should feel bad. Maybe the, the supreme lack of shame uh, because you don't live by a code is what makes like shame makes you learn. 
when you when you're ashamed of what you've done, you learn. It's like ah, oh, this drawing it, it, uh, this drawing isn't very good. People are going to laugh at me. I should learn to draw better. Yeah. Uh, this, you know, what I did, you know, I stole for this thing from a store. I, I feel bad about that. I'm not going to be a stealer. Mm-hmm. And, but no, people are just like, oh yeah, I fucking shoplift all my groceries from Walmart because yeah. I <laughs> don't give a fuck. And it's just like, wow, uh, I'm going to, I have seven kids with seven different women and, I'm not paying a dime in child support. I told them all to get abortions. Like I saw a okay, video Nick recently <laughs> of a guy like in his car just being like, yeah, I don't pay any child support. I told these women that. And I'm just like, you're a worthless piece of shit. Yeah. Like go get a fucking vasectomy, dude. If that's what you're going to do, don't fucking create more poverty. You fucking cunt. Anyway. Well, that's my issue. Lack of codes. We need more codes. So. Like a code red, or Mountain Dew code red. Yeah, that yeah. should be in every single like storefront. Yeah. Uh, well, this has been here's what I don't get. I'm Tab Burt. I'm Tim the Handlebreaker. We'll catch you guys next week. See ya. If you want to call into the Here's What I Get hotline, call us at 704-750-9434 and tell us what you don't get. Or you can visit us on the uh, Discord under voicemail upload. This one's for you, Tim. Last voicemail, this is for Tony from Hack the Movie. Why the fuck do you have three litter boxes for one cat? Uh, Because his cat's a piece of shit. Uh, I thought that one was, I thought that said, hey, Tim. Big house. You've got more than have, one. I have five litter boxes now for two cats. Yeah. Yeah. That's nearly the same ratio. Yeah. Yeah. I I have this other cat. I bought, I got, I adopted another cat so that yeah. Reacher would have a cat to be around. Yeah. And they just fucking hate one another. They hate each other. Yeah. And so last week that cat started peeing on my bed. And so Ooh. I called and made an appointment to surrender him back to the uh, animal shelter. Just not working on, out. On Wednesday, yeah. But then I was doing more reading about, like, so apparently this cat is, he's like a hider cat. Because mm. when I first got him, like, we got home, I put him in the second bedroom with the door closed, let him out of the, the carrier, and he went and hid under this bed. And that is yeah, still, yeah, like, yeah. where he goes is under this bed. Sure. And so I could coax him out, but he would always go back there. Well, at one point he started like, now he would hang out on the bed and yeah. hang out in this tree. But then he stopped going back to the other bedroom to get his food and water. And apparently what I should have done was nothing. And <laughs> I moved his food and water up to his perch because I, and so apparently that yeah. just compounded the problem to the point where now to where he started peeing on the bed and then the closet, because that's where he could get that. He wasn't, he was safe from Reacher. Ah. So I, after reading all that stuff, I got rid of the automatic feeders. And now I'm feeding them by hand directly. And I'm they're not allowed in my bedroom when I'm not in it. And during the day, I lock the I lock, they're both locked out of both bedrooms. So they have to spend time together and there's not yeah, as many yeah. places to hide. 
but there's one water bowl and one feeding area. Like as soon as we done, we're done here, I'll go feed them for the second time today and like make them eat in close proximity. And then I also ordered some stuff that you're supposed pheromones. You put one set on Reacher, one set on the other cat, and one set in their water that will hopefully make them balance out. But he's on this calming collar to mm-hmm. make him fucking mellow. And yeah, they have aggressive. been fighting less. And that That's cat nice. is willing to be out of the bedroom. So I'm need to, I need to call and cancel this surrender appointment. I'm going to give it like another two months. At that point, it'll be eight months. And if they still, if they're still, there's still problems, then I'll have to give this cat back, which yeah. I really don't want to do because he's a sweet cat, but it's just like, his whole life is being made miserable by this shithead. <laughs> He's looking right into the camera. Mm-hmm. Anyway, here's another voicemail. Lot and his two daughters left Zoar and settled in the mountains, for he was afraid to stay in Zoar. He and his two daughters lived in a cave. One day, the older daughter said to the younger, Our father is old, and there is no man around here to give us children, as is the custom all over the earth. Let's get our father to drink wine, and then sleep with him, and preserve our family line through our father. That night, they got their father to drink wine, and the older daughter went in and slept with him. He was not aware of it when she lay down, or when she got up. The next day, the older daughter said to the younger, Yeah, I heard lots. I don't and get I was like, oh, great. the uh, carton arc. Um, I, I don't know if it's just the one guy who was on the Dick Show or like multiple people who do carton arcing, but I, I know it's a prevalent attitude among people that, um, like, if you return your shopping cart as a courtesy, then it reflects on you as a person or whatever. And um, and then they the carton arc. Did that like did I did my screen freak out for you? Hey, you lost some frames. Yeah. Did I disappear for a second? No. Okay, hold on. I am going. So the last time that happened, uh, it turned out my track didn't record for the rest of the episode. Are you hearing me? Nice. What? Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to take this all yes. the way back to zero. I don't get the uh, cart narc. Um, I, I don't know if it's just the one guy who was on the Dick show or like multiple people who do cart narking, but I, I know it's a prevalent attitude among people that um, like if you return your shopping cart as a courtesy, then it reflects on you as a person or whatever and um and then they the cart narc um who harasses uh you know people and it's it's funny i, I mean don't get me wrong uh when people get really upset with them it's um you know pretty hilarious to watch but um here's the thing i used to work at a supermarket and a buggy run was like a welcome refresher from working the floor so like all those um shitty people in the videos that explode at him when he uh does the little like oh i'm giving you a ticket thing like when you work at the supermarket those are the people you're dealing with inside 
and when it's time to go out and collect the cards, then you get a little refresher from those people. You get to go outside, get uh, move around some physical activity, um, and the uh, like. The baggers, uh, we, we would um, actually like you know take turns doing it, um, and and the more the more spread out the carts, the more scattered they were, the better because then you have a justified reason to spend you know five or ten minutes outside, um, and so what, what this guy is doing is he's taking away that opportunity from them. I mean, the only people impacted by this would be the, the people who, whose job it is to collect the cards. I, so I, I've never seen one where they really get their point of view about it, um, I, but I've never, as far as I know, they've never come to him asking for that assistance. Um, and, and, yeah, that's why I think that is. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. You've never seen those videos like the cart boy come out there and he's like, did you stop that guy from leaving his cart in the middle of the mm -hmm. parking lot? You're a hero, sir. <laughs> <laughs> or that was a, like, yeah. thanks, dude. Uh, now my buggy run lasts 45 seconds. The, so that, instead of so, 10 minutes. I don't know if I've talked about this on the show, but there's like, there's the whole meme of, uh, you know, the the person that returns their card is like lawful good or some shit. And the person that doesn't is, is evil yeah. because and they're, they're like, they don't contribute yes. to society yeah. and yada, yada. And it like speaks of being selfish. And I, I'm a person that returns my cart, you know, but I don't return my cart because I'm, I want to like benefit society. Same. I return my cart because I don't want to pull out and have it hit my fucking car. No that's really the entirety of the reason. Like if it was easier for me sure. to just rocket that fucker, cause that's the thing, right? A lot of times me putting away my cart is rocking it across from 10 or 12, 20 feet away into the corral. <laughs> and sometimes it makes it in and sometimes and it, it crashing doesn't. Into it the kind of close yeah. enough. It like bounces off the side and just like, not my fucking problem anymore. But my uh -huh. problem with those guys is you could just put the yeah. carts away you could just skip the whole confrontation for content and instead yeah. put the fucking card away yourself. Uh, but they won't do that because they don't actually care. They want to be, they want the hero points for like confronting these people. They don't want the, like the non thank you of doing a thing yeah. for the right reasons. Like you're not they're They wouldn't be doing that if they're, they weren't filming. And that really, speaking of codes, that comes down to like yes. the difference between are you a good person <laughs> when, you know, everyone's watching? Are you the, the you know, like that lady that trucking and tucking and I used to work with who was a good yeah. Christian woman and went to church and yada, 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 who was in a long-term relationship with a married man? Like, are you a good person all the time or just when it's convenient to you? And... uh yeah. And so just my 10 o'clock on the whole Sundays. cart situation <laughs> is that we, the service industry has completely eroded. Like in my lifetime, I remember when I was a kid, we would go to this Albertsons that was near our house and they would, you know, you'd pull the cart up, you'd yep. put the groceries on the, on the, it was a disc. 
but you put them on the disc and they'd go around and the scanner would scan them. They put it on another disc and it would go around and the bagger would bag them and put them in a cart. And then he would push the cart out to your car, put the groceries in your trunk, and then you give him a couple of bucks and he'd take the cart all the way back inside the store and you drive home and unload. And then it started to be a deal where it was like, oh, uh, do you want these, someone to push these out for you? You know, you, and it was like, well, you know, I'm my dad. I'm a man. I can do my own thing and save a couple more dollars. And then then that just stopped being, a th- oh, we, <laughs> we don't do that anymore. You can do a pickup. You can pull through and pick up and someone will load your car. But we don't like tr- take your thing all the way out to the to the car for you anymore. And then it was like, oh. Now you can bag your own groceries like you will scan them and then you bag them down there. You put them in the cart and you take them to the deal. And now and now you have to scan your own shit. And so like, also you bring they, your they own just bags. completely erase the service industry. And I'm waiting for more places like Walmart, and Target and all those to implement the fucking Aldi quarter system to completely eliminate the need for the cart corrals. Get a couple extra parking spots out there and pay one person a one fewer person. Those were jobs that were great for teenage boys, 14, 15, 16 years old. They got minimum wage and you got Uh tips and you know, you could probably take and load 10 or 12 cars an hour and at least, and you know, make an extra 10 bucks an hour in just tips, just a, a buck here, a buck there. Not anymore. Those types of jobs do not exist anymore because if if the grocery store has to pay someone fifteen dollars an hour, fifteen dollars an hour to bag groceries and push your shit out to the to the car, fuck that. Like, I'll I cannot pay that and have them do it themselves. Yep. People expect it now. Uh, anyway, but that's why I, I don't care about the cart situation because I feel like they just completely erased the whole service industry. Here's one. Hey. No, I was trying to show me your kiss again, man. What the fuck do I hear? Bye. Uh, that, that's another weird voicemail. Uh, Buck's mother-in-law did pass away <laughs> yeah. last week, like on, I think, Wednesday, Tuesday after we recorded the show. But I didn't get the show out until very late, so I'm sure people haven't heard. You know, he asked yeah. for people to call in and leave a voicemail for his wife to leave their condolences, so... Uh, you want to call in and leave your condolences, please do. Googie is what they called her on the show. So, but uh, that's it. That's our episode. So, till next time. See you.